0: We're
1: talking about guns,
0: Nate. Oh, I know. We can keep talking about guns if you want to. I just enjoy this type of chat. Do you guys want to say other gun brands? <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is Good, good Morning Liberty. Get yeah. Well, what is going on, all of our Liberty-loving friends? Welcome back to another fantastic episode of the Good Morning Liberty podcast. I'm one of the hosts here, Charles Chuck Thompson. Too tall, too sick, too everything. You're still sick, huh? Uh-huh. Yeah. With me, as always, non-COVID-19 uh, uh, podcaster, Mr. <laughs> Nathaniel Paul Thurston, the one who knows just about everything there is to know, but not everything um that's because he's humble
0: that's yeah and that's, i'm more humble than you
1: are exactly actually yeah
0: i wrote all the humble books in
1: fact when you talk there is zero condescending tone whatsoever i'd never pick up a condescending tone
0: <laughs> no at all no yeah you know that i've never had a condescending tone when i talk charlie For whole life there's just no way of course you, you know wouldn't. it come on i'm yeah. a libertarian. <laughs> You would yeah. never be condescending towards people. You're an
1: anti-Contrarian condescender.
0: Gonna be fun for Dumb Bleep this week, by the way, because libertarians was trending on Twitter. Legit trending today. So that's interesting. I, I missed that. I don't know exactly why, but I threw a couple things out there. But man, are there some dumb tweets associated? with that but we'll have to wait for don't believe of the week for that i'll tell
1: you what so you know this new clubhouse thing right mm-hmm. are you on that have you figured I've, it out yet
0: i've been on it and i've listened to a couple things on it you can only do it f- from your phone yeah and it's you know it's it's fine
1: i so interestingly enough i was showing stephanie last night and i was like i don't understand this sure
0: maurice you can have an invite and
1: i pulled up um oh yeah i got like well we both probably have several now so send us your uh Send us your stuff. We'll give you an in vets. <laughs> uh, but I, oddly enough, it was so funny. I pulled up a uh, show Stephanie last night. I was like, I don't know what this thing does. And I was like, this is, you just click on a conversation. I was like, I don't know if I'm muted or not. I think I'm automatically muted, hopefully, because yeah. we were screaming other stuff in the background.
0: You have to, like, <laughs> raise your hand or something like that, and they have to call on you to speak.
1: But anyway, I pulled this conversation up because there were one point two thousand people listening to it at the time. I was like, oh that's interesting. Pareto
0: distribution of conversations. Yeah, that's (laughs) how it is.
1: And oddly enough, they were speaking. They didn't know this, but they were speaking very libertarian.
0: Hmm. Will you stop coughing, please? There's a microphone right in front of you. I'm really
1: trying to go to the side. Yeah, it's not working. But I bet you can still hear it.
0: (laughs) I'm I'm roughly how much I care about the show. And you guys are probably six feet. Just hold your phones further away from you. Uh, so you don't catch any of Charlie's COVID over there. And um, Charlie needs his own mute button over there.
1: I do. Actually, you Charlie, to...
0: just ask me when you when you want to say something and I'll let you. I feel like I'm getting like really hot. <laughs> yeah. I'm, like itchy. You look, you're, you're as red as a side of a barn right now. Let me mm, tell you what, I man. I told you, man. It's <laughs> getting bad. All right. Did you have anything else to say about Clubhouse or was that it? No, that was it. I, I just, you know, you
1: said Libertarian was trending on Twitter. I just find it interesting there. There seems to be a lot more liberty talk where people are starting to realize that the left's promises aren't coming through. I mean, mm-hmm. you saw the whole thing with Kamala Harris, uh, her video in 2019, how it was a humanitarian crisis and how the situation of the border is even worse. And so people are starting to realize this. They're like, oh my God, like we voted you people in. Like you said, you're going to do some certain things and now you're not doing it. It's basically the same thing. We're just getting the same thing over and over again. At least we just don't have mean tweets. We just have a guy who's forgetful. And uh, it's. And I think people are starting to realize, at least I hope, I mean, because I'm an optimistic person, okay? And I, I see these types of things. Libertarian 20, uh, trending on Twitter for whatever reason. Uh, a random clubhouse that I pull up was not... None of the people were prominent libertarians that I know of, and they were having a a regular discussion about how government's not actually helping us. And I was like, oh, my God, this is awesome. And so I think the more and more people start to realize that these things aren't going to pan out, maybe there's a little bit of hope for us to usher in a new era.
0: I, I am so glad that you feel hopeful about it. I really as a friend I need to have I'm glad hope that you're hopeful for both of us. Yeah, you have to. And actually you have to make up for my negative hope. I know. Whatever the opposite of hope is because my assumption is that, that those people who were talking about how the government really wasn't helping us that their ideas would be that they need better government to help people, that they need more powerful and stronger and the right socialist and government to take care of everyone. That that would kind of be my assumption. But I
1: didn't hear that. Okay. Now of well, course I didn't good. listen to the whole conversation. I'm just I'm pointing that out. Look, I will have enough optimism for the both of us because you're you're if you look up the definition of pessimism, it's a picture of Nate, the one who knows just what everything there is to know Thurston.
0: I'd like to think of it as realism. You know, that's really okay. what it is. Yeah. Hey, speaking of good things, by the way, we're going gonna... to a whole show full of good things. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to cut in here and tell you about our sponsor BetterHelp. You've heard us talk about them before. It's Charlie's favorite app. BetterHelp. you can go to betterhelp.com or you can download the app BetterHelp is this great app that pairs you with a licensed therapist so it's therapy over your phone all right if you are having a tough time getting by right now maybe you're dealing with anxiety maybe you're just not as happy as you think you should be maybe you're not finding the meaning in life you know we talk about life liberty and the pursuit of meaning maybe you're not finding that meaning in your life that you think that you should be if you're dealing with anxiety with depression with relationship problems BetterHelp has got a licensed therapist for you. It's super simple. You just go to the website, betterhelp.com GML. And that's going to give you 10% off your first month, by the way. So you go to betterhelp.com GML. You make an account. They ask you some questions about yourself, some preferential questions, and they're going to pair you with a the therapist that they think will work best for you. If you don't want that therapist, that's fine. You just pick another one okay it's safe it's secure it's a way to actually talk to a therapist without having to go into the office much cheaper than going into the office by the way listen taking care of your brain of your mental health is super important i don't know if you know this but your brain controls everything that you do okay so maybe it would help you to be talking to someone about it. You can message through the app, you can do video call, you can do voice calls, all kinds of stuff with the BetterHelp app. So go get that app. Make sure you sign up through betterhelp.com slash GML to get that 10% off your first month. Kind of, yeah. There's there's some states that are doing some things that we agree with. There's a couple good things in here. There's a couple questionable things in here, and I want to know what you guys think about it. We'll be talking about, of course, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis says that he is going to ban any type of COVID passports that the, that the federal government comes up with. Um, that is... That will make for an interesting libertarian conversation. Uh, Arkansas just passed a law that had to do with trans youth health care. The ACLU headline for that was hilarious. Their tweet for that was hilarious. Kentucky working on school choice. And Tennessee, first story right here from the com. How would you get that story, by the way? They usually try to charge you. I, it just opened up. Huh. I guess they thought it was important enough that... That they uh, wanted to show it the people. I don't know. I learned a way around that, by the way. I'll show you later. Okay. Tennessee legislature passes permitless handgun carry bill, which will now head to Governor Bill Lee. And if you're from Tennessee, then you've heard of Lee Plumbing and Electric your whole mm-hmm. life. That is the Tennessee Governor, Bill Lee. Lee okay. Company. Lee Company. That's right. Mm-hmm. So anyhow, what we'll call this constitutional carry. That's what most states call it. So from the Tennessean here, the Tennessee General Assembly has approved Bill Lee's legislation to allow most adults to carry handguns without obtaining a permit, a measure some Republicans sought for years to pass. The permitless carry bill, which supporters have dubbed constitutional carry, passed the House of Representatives on Monday night. Just five House Republicans voted against it. Oh, man, it's nice to be in Tennessee sometimes. Mm -hmm. Tell you what. The bill was approved in the Senate on March 18th and can now be signed into law by the governor. The law, which will take effect July 1st, allows for both open and concealed carrying of handguns for people 21 and older without a permit, as well as for military members from 18 to 20. If you're 18 and you're part of the government, then you can start carrying one at 18. Mm. Okay, so that your first argument with with uh, under 21 would be, well, if you can carry a gun and go fight in the war and go shoot people, then why can't you carry a gun here in Tennessee? Mm-hmm. So they're trying to get away from that whole argument by saying well if you are actually in the military then you can carry a gun of course i would like it to just be 18 for everyone it does not apply to long guns only short ones a point of contention <laughs> among gun rights activists what so, about guns
1: with a level on them
0: I, uh, you know people's way of thinking, it normally takes a long time for them to come around to realizing the benefits of having a level on your gun so you can shoot it straight up in the air. My,
1: my thing is, though, isn't it already legal to open carry? And how would you conceal carry a rifle?
0: Yeah, I don't know. How would you
1: conceal carry a long gun?
0: Well, I guess what they're saying is li- you can't open carry or conceal carry a long gun. So Without a permit? Without a... Yeah, you g- you still would have to have a permit if you're going to open I carry along legal to open carry if you have a permit yeah i don't know i will have to check it out so the way that they're one thing they tacked in here by the way is they are changing up some of the some of the criminal offenses include that include guns so it says while removing the misdemeanor offense for most people of carrying a handgun without a permit the bill also increases punishments for certain gun crimes the legislation boosts theft of a firearm from misdemeanor to a felony. And mandates six months of incarceration for the offense, up from the current 30-day sentence. It also bars felons convicted of possessing a firearm from early release. So they're really up in their laws on, on actually carrying a firearm or stealing a firearm, of course. Beyond felons and those convicted of domestic violence offenses, the new permitless carry right will not extend to people with a conviction of stalking. Those with a recent DUI conviction or individuals who have been committed by the court to a mental institution. The DUI thing is weird to me. I don't, whatever. It's a step in the right direction, I guess. Nobody's perfect. Maybe. But I I think it's a step in the right direction. I think that we can look at this as overall a, a good idea. And they said the Republicans say that they're not done yet, that they're just taking this as a compromise it, they, yeah,
1: there were several of them that was Like this, does not go far enough.
0: Yeah, they were saying we want that permitless long gun carry, and uh, and man, I don't. <laughs> someone explained to me the whole DUI thing. Like, what what's the correlation there? Mm, I don't know. You happen to have too many drinks at the bar and got pulled over and got a DUI. Like, you can't open carry a gun. Guess not. <laughs> <anymore. At laughs> That's not anymore. That's weird. Be, at
1: least you have to be convicted of one. That's nice. Yeah. Uh, I did see. Uh, by the way, Tennessee gun laws—you can open carry a rifle uh, and a handgun. By the way, too, without having a permit currently, as long as it's uh, not loaded. Oh, okay. So, which is fine because you just you have your vest on with your level and mm-hmm. your magazines, mm-hmm. and then carry your rifle. Your assault level you got to have that like yeah. right here. And then yeah. when you're ready to go, you just pop it in and and go. So
0: yeah. Anyhow.
1: I, I think I, I I'm with you. I think it's a step in the right direction. I really, do, you know, it's funny that we already have the Constitution that says we have the right to bear arms. So it's it is kind of frustrating that we have to have some uh, gun laws to begin with. Like
0: there's a law that says, hey, we're going to slightly get closer to following the Constitution. Mm-hmm. Just slightly, we're going to recognize your rights via the constitution that we're going to, that we're going to protect that are supposed to be protected by the constitution. And we're going to allow most of it kind of. Yeah.
1: And also <laughs> it doesn't really matter. Cause if you're concealed carry carrying properly, no one's ever going to know. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I <laughs> can't tell you how many movie theaters I've been in that says no guns allowed. I just go walk right in.
0: We were going to the no grocery store. ever say anything to me. I, you know, I don't really like carrying. I feel it feels weird. And, and I feel like I got to have like a belt on or something. And I don't like belts. I'd like to wear sweatpants. Because you don't want notches stuff. on like, your belt. Yeah. 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 I got too many notches on my belt. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so I don't want to. But I told Lacey the other day, I was like, hey, just, just throw this gun in your purse. We're going to the grocery store. It's 2021. We need to throw this gun in your purse. And she's like, I don't have a carry permit. And I'm like. If someone is searching your purse while we're at Publix, then something has gone terribly wrong and we probably need the gun anyway, you know, or you'd be like,
1: this is my purse.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Just give me the purse. (laughs) I'll uh, just carry it. Cops come in. I'm going to carry the purse. Okay.
1: Or you put it in the cart. You're like, (laughs) oh, I put my purse in the cart. Who Uh, are they to say it's not your
0: purse? (laughs) Purse carrying Nate. All right. So this one stems from our conversation yesterday. You liked purses.
1: Yeah. My purse. I'm a purse guy. Uh, a yeah. Merce, maybe I don't know. It doesn't matter.
0: No, I no. know judgment that is, here. That is a gendered uh, purse term is, that us purse carriers don't is, use any day. Any, this is
1: uh, anymore. This is Planet Fitness, by the way. Yeah. Well, judgment free zone. <laughs>
0: we, uh, we have a follow up from yesterday because <laughs> we told you about the passports, the vaccine passports, and how easy it would be to just <laughs> to just fake one. And what do I see today, Charlie? This is coming from CNBC. <laughs>
1: Got vaccinated? Question mark. Which is terrible English, by the way. <laughs> Here's why you may want to keep that to yourself. It's tempting to tell the world as soon as you receive a coveted COVID shot. <laughs> but there's reason to rein it in, folks. For starters, sharing a photo of your vaccination card on social media makes you a potential target of identity theft, according to the Better Business Bureau. there was some BD. kind
0: of fear in there. You know,
1: not only does the personal information on the card, including your full name and birthday, make you vulnerable to scammers. It also provides all the information they need to create and sell phony cards online. <laughs> These cards are often given after vaccine recipients got their first dose. Wow. They must listen to the episode. I think Thanks they CNBC did. NBC for listening yeah. to the show. <laughs> if you want to post about your vaccine, there are safer ways, safer ways to do it. The BBB advise, for example, share a photo of your vaccination sticker instead just like, oh, you guys share with your voter stickers. yeah. or change your privacy settings so only friends and family see your posts and hopefully they don't share them to other people. So people are
0: <laughs> people are at least recognizing that these vaccine passports or cards or whatever are going to be super easy to fake. Like yeah. if someone's just going to scan something when you walk in the door, of I just R saw a blank or whatever.
1: on Instagram. Yeah. So just print that off, fill it out.
0: All I got to do is put someone else's code on there. Uh, Maybe they look similar. Maybe that, I mean, literally, is there going to be someone there checking your photo ID when you go in a door? I'll get mine somewhere? signed
1: by Dr. Fauci. <laughs> <laughs> the Fauci man himself.
0: I'm, I'm sure we could find his signature somewhere.
1: Hey, so y'all get your vaccine or get your vaccine cards, whatever you want to do. Just make sure you're legal. <laughs> All right.
0: Continuing with what states are doing. Now, Tennessee, that's a good step in the right direction. Kentucky. Also, what I think moving in a in a good direction here. I'm not I'm not opposed to what they've done here. Legislators override Kentucky gov- Kentucky governor's veto of school choice bill. So they passed one. The governor vetoed it because mm-hmm. you know the teachers unions they have a big monopoly on everything, and so he vetoed it so he could try and win reelection. And then the legislature went ahead and over, overrode the veto. In
1: case you guys didn't know Kentucky, they they voted in a, a demon rat. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. uh, as opposed by to the, the old Republic rat they used to have in there.
1: <laughs> by the way, so I got this new uh, toy. I had it shipped to a guy because they won't ship it directly to my house. And uh, the funny thing is this guy, he operates out of his house. So that was interesting. The second thing, though, is this guy was... Literally used every name in the book you can imagine, and I thought it was amazing.
0: He was our typical Facebook yes. follower. Well, he called it
1: Fakebook, by the way, and CrapTube. He's like, I'm not on CrapTube or Fakebook. Screw all those guys. You got a bunch of demon rats and republicrats. I was just like, this guy knows every name out there. Whatever, all the all the uh, what do you call those? They're not pseudonyms.
0: I don't, I don't know what Whatever. you call them.
1: All the nicknames. It was so funny. I was just like, okay, that's great. Epithets. Anyway,
0: Amanda anyway. comes in with the, with the proper oh, that's right. English terminology for us. Okay, so lawmakers in... This is from Reason.com, by the way. Thank you, Reason, for continuing to write good articles that we can then use to talk about. Lawmakers in Kentucky successfully overrode Governor Andy Beshear's veto of a school choice bill opening several avenues for families in the state to pursue a better education for their children.
1: And this is how it should go. That's it awesome. Is. It is. If we why pass it, a law, you didn't sign it, we'll override you. Yeah. The That's new, what the majority uh, of the people want.
0: What's interesting, Kentucky doesn't require the supermajority to override a veto. So if, they've, if they passed the bill to begin with, mm. the governor can't veto anything because they'll just literally, they just need to pass it again. That's, right. Well, like the same you, But
1: a lot of times they'll take a veto into <laughs> consideration.
0: <laughs> MSDNC, that's a good one. Right? Yeah. <laughs> oh man, so good. I like a uh, Mark Levin. He always talks about a uh, Meet the Press. He calls it Meet the the <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. Okay.
1: Rachel Mad Cow.
0: The new new law, originally House Bill 563, allows students in Kentucky private schools and public schools to switch school districts. And it creates a new tax advantage education savings program for families to use for private school tuition to pay for tutoring or to cover other educational expenses. So they're saying that you can save money and we won't tax it away from you if it's going to go towards your child's education, which is what we should do with all money. By the way, mm-hmm. the most controversial part of the proposed the proposal was the controversial. Creation, by yeah, the way, this is controversial. Was the creation of a twenty five million dollars scholarship fund, which is filled by donations from private businesses. <laughs> this is controversial, though. Yeah, privately funded twenty five million dollars scholarship fund, for which they would receive state tax credits. There you go. Oh, that's that's the, the problem. Yeah, tax mm. credits. Ooh, <sighs> yeah. That students in Kentucky's largest counties can tap to help pay for private school tuition.
1: And see, the, 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 this, is, this is the reason why they do things like this, because everybody says, oh, well, what about the poorest families? They're not going to be able to pay for private school and whatever. And they're like, OK, well, we'll come up with a solution for that. And they're like, oh, that's controversial. <laughs> this is You're going to use private money and give state tax credits. Oops.
0: Mm, mm.
1: that's controversial now
0: and giving people tax credits that's literally taking money out of the hands of people somehow
1: i mean even in the tennessee bill about the gun law they were like oh this is 25 million dollars in lost revenue from the permits (laughs) i'm like yeah and then what about the people who paid for lifetime permits they did
0: talk about they talked about how much this bill in tennessee was going to cost tennessee yeah. It's because people won't be paying for permits. Right.
1: Isn't that amazing?
0: That's not a cost exactly. to the state. <laughs> oh man.
1: And just like here. Well, this is a cost to the state now. State tax credits.
0: In Can't have it. In vetoing the bill last week, Bashir, a Democrat, repeated demon rat. <laughs> The Demon Rat <laughs> repeated tired arguments from teachers' unions and public school superintendents who fear the erosion of their monopoly control over the state's education spending. Oh, it's so nice to read an article from a reasonable site. Let me tell you what. With the passage of the first school choice bill in state history, Kentucky is now the twenty-eighth state with some form of school choice, according to the American Federation for Children, the nonprofit that supports school choice. Well, they can't really be for children. I mean they're trying to destroy the public schooling system.
1: But it says they're for four children, so yeah. that's a good name.
0: It's probably just an organization of rich white people. Mm. That's probably what it is. Mm. There may soon be more. The Wall Street Journal notes on Tuesday that more than 50 school choice bills have been introduced in different states this year, with the uptick in legislative interest likely a direct result of teachers' unions unwillingness to reopen schools as the COVID-19 pandemic abates. Bashir's veto demonstrated how the public school establishment continues to exert political pressure on states that try to give families more educational options. So that is the frustrating part here. Like, literally, you're just saying that... You can put your kid in the school that you want to put your kid in. Insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's crazy. Controversial. This is a controversy. Yeah, if I've ever seen one.
1: And this also, guys, this lets you know how important it is to vote in your local elections. By the way, because you can have it says uh, fifty school choice bills have been introduced in different states. Kentucky passed constitutional carry. Tennessee now is passing constitutional carry. We got Tennessee did school choice a couple of years ago for the two largest counties. Now, hopefully that expands out. But for Davidson and uh, Shelby, so Nashville and Memphis, uh, there's some school choice there, which is nice.
0: I didn't realize that they had done that. Mm-hmm, they did. Mm. Yeah.
1: Um, I think the Tennessee set aside like a hundred million dollars. That was one like that.
0: of the things, few things that I don't know. Yeah. No. Oh, see, <laughs> I told you, you don't know everything. Yeah. And so,
1: so this is why it's really important. Well, you can do so many good things at a local level where it actually impacts the, the the people around you for freedom for liberty i mean being able to decide what school you go to that's liberty if i've ever heard of it
0: G- jeremy just said something i i feel all the time i would like to opt out of my local school district right and i feel that way because i don't have any kids i'm never going to have any kids and my wife and i talk about it all the time we're like why are we paying these taxes you know our 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 property taxes had a 34% increase this year. Mm. It's still, you know, it's low, but that's a big increase in the property tax number. And we're like, I don't want to, I don't have any kids. Why am I paying for other kids to go to school right now? Mm. And of course it's for the betterment of our society, Charlie. It's for the it, community. It's mate. for the community. It's for the better good. Obviously you hate yeah. kids if you mm. don't pay it. I hate, especially poor kids. Yeah. Yeah. And they're
1: just as talented and just as bright as white kids. I that's so what I, I heard. why you hate the poor kids. That's
0: what I heard. That's what
1: Biden said. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, you can do good things at the local level. So uh, just like Florida right here, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis to issue executive order banning vaccine passports.
0: Which, by the way, I, <laughs> you and I sound like we're going to disagree on this because I think this is a terrible idea. Really? This is yeah. from the
1: Washington <clears throat> Times. Florida Governor Don uh, Ron, <laughs> Don, Don
0: resantis I'm yeah.
1: Ron DeSantis, <laughs> said Monday that he would issue an executive order forbidding local governments and businesses from requiring so-called vaccine vaccine passports to show proof that customers have been inoculated against the coronavirus. then um, I do disagree with businesses. Well, yeah, I think businesses can make you show whatever they want you to show
0: there okay see we just aligned automatically yeah, I, I didn't know that first i didn't
1: know that part in there yeah. i thought he was like i don't know he made the <laughs> announcement on a day when more floridians would become eligible for vaccination and during a ceremony he convened at the state capitol to sign into law a bill approved by the legislature on friday that would bar covid related lawsuits against businesses that have made good faith efforts to comply with guidelines. Meant to stop the spread of the virus.
0: So, trying to stop people from suing I also businesses. I disagree with that.
1: <laughs> uh, I think you can sue, the good, sue them for whatever you want. You know, yeah. be like, I didn't like the way that I, they stack their Coca Cola's in the cooler.
0: And I think the lawsuit uh, should not be upheld. It should not go through because it's kind of ridiculous. And then we'll have precedent and then we don't have to worry about it anymore. Mm. <laughs>
1: While the governor has previously spoken out against vaccine passports, he said he would take the additional step of forbidding businesses from refusing to serve people who can't prove they have been vaccinated. Quote, it's completely unacceptable for either the government or the private sector to impose upon you the requirement that you show proof of vaccine to just simply participate in normal society. The governor said. The governor has rejected mask mandates and has used his executive authority to preempt local governments from enforcing such measures. He has done so to reopen the state's economy after much of it was shuttered a year ago to help control the coronavirus outbreak. So, I mean, mm-hmm. I, private businesses can do whatever they want.
0: Yeah, that's why. S- seriously. Overall, I don't agree with this measure because it will be telling. Listen, I, I did a, I did a video for the Patreon supporters earlier, by the way. Put it out. You could have watched it if you were Patreon. Not patron- that you're going to mention where no. to go to sign up no. or anything. There is not a link in the show notes that you can click on and then give as little as $5 a month, and then you would be able to see the video before this to there get actually my... actually is a link, but you just weren't going to talk about no, it. No, I'm not going to talk about the link. Yeah, but right. uh, It could it may or may not be in the show notes after this. But That it,
1: makes Clay very happy that you don't talk about <laughs> yeah,
0: it. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's for you, Clay. Everyone got to hear my long form ideas on this.
1: You're my boy, Clay.
0: <laughs> and um, I I don't like the vaccine passport idea at all. I don't know if I'm gonna patronize any businesses that do end up requiring it. But if a business wants to require it for you to go in there, then in my opinion f-
1: flash mine like an FBI badge. <laughs>
0: <laughs> vaccinated. <laughs> Um, if they want to require that, then that's on them, and that's on them to lose business or gain business or whatever they're going to do by doing that. Now we've had a really interesting discussion in the <clears throat> in the private group today about this because I don't think I don't think this is super easy to come up with an answer on. There 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 is the HIPAA problem um, and the your actual right to privacy when it comes to any of your medical medical records things like that. So there's problems with that. Uh, so when you go into a business, are they going to be violating your right to privacy? So there's a question there. My response to that is you're not required to go in the business. And if you do go in there, you're basically uh, agreeing with them knowing something about your medical records when you go in there. I, I, made, the, I made the example of uh, what if I decided that I was going to open a restaurant and if you eat in the restaurant, you have to tell me, you have to divulge your total medical history to me. You have to give me your medical records to eat in the restaurant.
1: Can't have any heart attacks if you're going to order the yeah. overloaded cheese fries.
0: And now I made, <laughs> and I make that clear before you come in the restaurant. If you come in this restaurant, you have to give me all of your medical records. If someone still decides to come in there and eat because I got, I got the best meat in town. It seems like they just made a voluntary choice to do that in, in my opinion that they didn't have to go in there. The other part that is an issue with this is, if the federal government decides that they're going to require and make it mandatory that people get these vaccine passports, then I would not agree with it. Then we're we're still dealing in this weird fascism kind of world right now where the businesses are doing things that the government wouldn't be able to do because it would be illegal, but they can do it because they're private businesses. Reminds me of the censorship online, things like that. Mm The businesses are essentially acting as an extension of the government when they're doing this. And so if it is mandatory, if the passports are mandatory for everyone to get, then I'd completely, completely disagree with that. And I don't like the idea that businesses would be requiring that either. There's just a, there's a lot of, to me, there's a little bit of gray area in this because there are rights as a business owner for you to pick and choose who your clients are going to be. In my opinion, we got to, the the old bake the cake scenario should they be forced to bake the cake no they can choose to do business with someone if they don't want to should you be forced to wear a mask when you go in a business that depends on whether or not the business requires that Mm -hmm. a lot of them require shirts and shoes and Mm -hmm. and things like that Uh, clothing in general you have to wear it if you go in there (laughs) and so there are requirements when you go into a business that that they have imposed on you and so I don't. I don't think it's as You're easy. You're not allowed
1: to bring food and drink into stadiums.
0: Yeah, there's all kinds of stuff.
1: Can't bring coolers on the golf course.
0: <clears throat> so it is like mask mandates, and and um, if a business wants to force you to wear a mask, then that's then that's actually okay, in my opinion, legally, because it's their property. And if they want everyone that's in the business to wear a mask, then then so be it. Don't go there. That's the thing. Yeah, I don't like it when. To tell you the truth, when, when Liberty people, like if I see a business and it says are required for entry or are required in this establishment, and you're like, well, I'm not going to wear my mask because I'm free individual where, I mean, you just entered someone else's property and they said that it's required for people that are in here to be wearing a mask. And so even though I disagree with the requirement, Mm -hmm. I agreed to go in the building and that's the thing. It's yeah
1: more like you can say on a moral front that I, that I disagree uh, for instance, bake the cake. Like I think you should bake the cake, mm-hmm. right? but you don't have to, you shouldn't be forced to the target can require masks or vaccinations if they want to. Yeah. You don't have to go to target. You can go somewhere else. And if all the businesses end up doing it, then you start can start your own.
0: Then even better for Amazon, right? Right. Or order <laughs> Amazon. They yeah. don't
1: require you have vaccine or whatever, or start your own company mm-hmm. where you don't require that the market will decide these types of things it's not for the government and i get everyone's sentiment i really do because it's like okay well what if all of them start requiring this and then i can't shop anywhere or whatever that well it doesn't matter because it comes down to property rights like do you own yourself yes so you started a business does that mean you own your business yes by default because you own yourself and that means you can make whatever decision you want yeah you can require shoes and shirts you can require no shirts you can require whatever it's like everybody must wear deodorant before coming into my
0: establishment. Now, okay. where where this becomes tricky is when do we decide that and I don't know how to do this. I'm I'm just talking out loud here. When do we decide that these businesses are actually just acting on behalf of the government because they are fearful of what the government might do if they don't do this thing? like maybe Facebook is censoring certain people because they want to try to appease the regulators. Obviously, Facebook wants regulation because they're they're ready for it. But maybe Twitter is trying to appease the regulators so they don't get regulated. And so they decide that they're going to censor people. In that, in that light, basically the government is in effect censoring things, but they're doing it through the threat of regulation or through the threat of use of force. And so I don't think that this is just a simple black and white issue philosophically because we don't know if businesses are requiring this because the government is going to enact some kind of penalties on them, or they're worried about what the government might do. What's the health department going to do? But the problem is you
1: can't (coughs) argue that it's the government's job then to force the other way. Yeah. no, It's not the government's job. You can't. So the way to fix the problem isn't to use the force of government because that's not what we believe in. So
0: yeah, the, The thing with the masks, by the way, and I know a lot of these places, the establishments, they'll say that the masks are required per government ordinance. And that is true in a lot of places. It's also true. That's a
1: different argument.
0: It's also true in a lot of other, not true in a lot of places, because where I go in Mount Juliet all the time, Wilson County doesn't have any mask ordinances. Some places require it. Some places don't. And so the places that I go, they're requiring movie
1: theater and even open. I know they're still not
0: open. Um, AMC is, but Wilson County doesn't have any type of mask ordinance yet. Most of the businesses I go in, they have a sign on the door saying that masks are required. Some don't, some do, but it's, it's not the government enforcing it in, in that situation. It's businesses deciding whether or Mm -hmm. not they're, they're going to do that. And a lot of them are big chains and they've got that rule across all their stores in the whole world. So Uh, that's why it's happening but all i'm saying is it's i think that there's room for discussion on on both sides and to me it's going to end up coming down to whether or not the federal government makes these vaccine passports mandatory whether or not there are penalties for businesses who don't require them and so they're in effect that would be wrong then that then that's wrong and then obviously i like what DeSantis is doing here i just want to know whether or not there is government force taking place are is the government taking rights away from people, or are businesses going to freely decide to require people to be vaccinated to come into their establishments? in that case, I think that they have the right to do that yeah, and that's all I have to say about that that's yeah I think that's I don't all. like it, but that's that's all that needs to be said it's it's what it is so um <clears throat> tell
1: me about uh our Kansas now,
0: yeah, let me pull up these, this uh <laughs> these
1: folks this is where Bill Clinton's from
0: this is another what I think is a really interesting libertarian conversation because it's going to come down to what's the government's job in protecting minors not people who go digging for gold or anything like that people who are underage yeah minors yeah yeah not not like
1: the seven dwarfs
0: (laughs) no yeah not the southern illinois minor league baseball team nothing like that okay so here's the story i saw from the aclu here's their tweet breaking Arkansas has become the first state to ban health care for trans youth. Now that sounds really bad. That sounds horrible. like you're not allowed to provide health care to trans youth. Mm. That's that sounds awful. That's pretty, I would I, I would not agree with that. How bad is it? I, I'm not down with that. And of course, you go through their Twitter and people are literally responding to the tweet as if that is literally exactly what it is. Mm. Like a trans person comes into the ER and they it is they are now banned from giving them health care, literally. That's what people think this mm-hmm. means. Literally, okay. I mean, someone said that, and it and it had two or three hundred retweets from someone saying that. I'm like, mm-hmm. come on. So what I responded with: There Can't has fix <laughs> stupid. There has to be something else. Has to be something else behind I this. I
1: love trans.
0: Here's what. Here is I don't know what Charlie's doing over there. My old Bill Clinton. (laughs) Arkansas, this is from NBC News, Arkansas passes Bill to ban gender-affirming care for trans youth. That's a little different. That is different from banning health care for trans youth. Like, health care can mean a lot of different things. Okay. The Arkansas Senate passed a bill Monday that would ban access to gender-affirming care for transgender minors, minors, including reversible puberty blockers and hormones the bill now heads to governor asa hutchinson a republican unless he vetoes it arkansas will become the first state to ban gender affirming care for trans youth chase Str- strangio deputy director for the transgender justice at the aclu called the bill the single most extreme anti-trans law to ever pass through the state legislature hmm The bill is one of two types of legislation be considered in more than two dozen states measures that ban or restrict access to gender affirming care for trans minors and those that ban trans young people from competing in school sports teams of their gender identity. Governors in three states, Arkansas, Mississippi and Tennessee have signed trans athlete bills into law. In addition, the Arkansas, Alabama, and Tennessee are also advancing restrictions on gender-affirming care. Alabama Senate approved the bill that would make it a felony to provide care, such as puberty blockers or hormones, for trans minors. And the Tennessee House Committee also just advanced a similar measure that includes misdemeanor criminal penalties. A quote from that guy from the ACLU, or girl, or whatever. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> My bad. Them. Quote from them. From this, From this person at the ACLU. I really worry about the fact that we're just a few votes away from some of the most sweeping and damaging and potentially genocidal laws <laughs> from ever being passed. That, hold on. Quote, I'm really worried. I'm really worried, <laughs> is what it says. I really worry. <clears throat> I really worry. I, I really worry. That makes more sense. Yeah. I really worry about the fact that we're just a few votes away from some of the most sweeping and damaging and potentially genocidal laws from ever being passed and we barely have a mention of it in the bigger national conversation of what's going on in this particular moment in U S history. Yeah, you're right. No one's talking about any kind of trans rights at all. Hardly anyone's ever talking about it. Right. It's never made yeah. it any news. To- totally right. Yeah. Totally genocidal.
1: Right. Now look, I, so I disagree with this on the premise of the fact that uh, government shouldn't be involved in healthcare to begin with. Yeah. So this should be a decision between, uh, now, obviously I disagree with giving minors, um, uh, hormone changes like <clears throat> I and I disagree with that on the premise that they don't know what they are yet so right so so finding your identity takes
0: a while before you go through this I'm going to ask you does the government have any place in making sure that parents are not possibly doing things to hurt children who are underage see it's not that easy
1: <sighs> if I guess if the child has concerns I, I don't know I mean but but to me healthcare should be decided between the parents the children uh, the child the parents and the healthcare provider yeah is what I think it should be now is it going to be perfect is that perfect no it's not at all um, but if you if you feel like you're I don't mean and then what at what age I don't know um, I mean but you have parents you have parents that drug their kids mm-hmm. at four or five six years old it's also not that good. abuse them all kinds
0: of things and so th- what I'm asking is that's a drugging your kid like that's a health issue and so does the government have a place in that you know Uh, if a kid decides that they're a a girl and they were born with male parts like can you just go ahead and lob off their tools because that's what they wanted and the government and the state government can't have anything to say about that you know uh, it's 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 difficult that's a valid point i'm just saying it's not uh, as libertarians, I guess we'll always, it depends on whether or not you're an anarchist libertarian or you're a minarchist libertarian or whatever it is. Do we need a government? Should there be a government to protect people's rights when it comes to children that gets a, a, a lot more difficult? Where, where should the, where should CPS be involved? Should there be a CPS? You know, should, what, what kind of things would you have in a libertarian free market, voluntary society? And, and, I don't know what the exact answer is on this. I think my, my main thing here is that um, whether or not you're going to call it uh, any form of abuse to allow a child to change their bodies at that age and where I mean, you draw that ago, line. Just a year ago, my son
1: was a truck. Yeah. You asked him like what, it, what he was. He goes, truck.
0: I'm still mad at my mom for not giving me that Batman assignment surgery I wanted when I was five. <laughs> I know, you know? I know. Never I know. let it go.
1: You know, oh. so look, it takes a long time to figure out what your identity is. I mean, I remember as a kid, I wanted, I wanted to be a girl, uh, when I was younger, uh, last year. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> No, when I was a, a small kid, I remember probably five, I was like four or five, six years old. Um, and I told my mom, I wanted to be a girl. And, but the reason I wanted to be a girl is I want to know what it was like to have girl parts. <laughs> That's why I wanted to be a girl. <laughs> I didn't know what it was like. This was, was just like, a couple got... months
0: ago, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 <laughs>
1: i was like i've got you know different things going on what's it like to have different things yeah and uh but but so finding your identity um takes a long time and and you know your frontal lobe i was talking to these um some older ladies on the plane on the way back from mexico they're really nice and um you know they they were asking why we were there and talking about getting married and they were like oh yeah i think 30 is a good age and we were you know all of us were talking like 30 is a great age because you're established, your frontal lobes develop, so you've done you're you're not making as as much as many stupid decisions as you used to. Yeah. Like you actually have a job and a money and a and house and you're like established and when you go on vacation you can afford things. And so like we were talking about how that's a good age. And so when you think about like your lifespan, and now that I'm I'm older, I mean I'm only thirty two, so I'm not, I'm not I'm not that old. I mean, according to Gen Z, I'm old, but <laughs> Uh, I'm not that old, but when I look over my life, I'm like, okay, I've reached an age now where I feel like I can make, you know, decent decisions. <laughs> Whereas, you know, even 18, 20, 22, uh, Chuck was at the forefront oh, yeah. of all decision-making and he was a crazy guy. Let me tell you. <laughs> so I, I just think that um, I agree with you. I have, well, this is a hard subject because I don't really want government involved in healthcare, but at the same time, I don't think you should force minors to do anything that they themselves don't want to do.
0: That's the thing. But like then if, when
1: do they not become a minor anymore? Because like, what is the actual, like right now it's arbitrarily 18, mm-hmm. but you could argue some kids at 14 are more mature than other kids at 28.
0: Girls. Most of the time, but girls most of yeah. the time it is true. But I just, I think if you're physically taking the action to, to do medication, or hormone blockers or things like that. I, I believe there's a physical action taking place on some, well, I mean, it's not I believe. There is a physical action be, that is taking place that I don't think a child can make a decision on yet. We don't, you don't let a kid make any other major decisions like that. I mean, well, just something stupid, like kids, should a kid be able to go tattoo their face? You know, something stupid like a, like Always Tired or something ridiculous like that on their face. I don't know. If a, if a parent decided that they were going to tattoo a, a picture of their face on their kid's face and the, and the kid wanted to do it, then should they be able to do it? I don't know. I feel like that would be a form of abuse for later in the child's life that it's just not as easy to take care of. So obviously we don't have a specific answer on this and so what I would like is for you guys to let us know, is this Arkansas bill banning this trans health care, if you want to word it like that, but basically transition medications or surgeries? Obviously, it's going to also ban that. Banning these transitions for minors, uh, is that something that a government should be involved in? Or not be involved in, let us know, Charlie at goodmorningliberty.us.
1: One thing you put in here that I thought was really nice is you said this is why we have fifty states.
0: Yeah, that's for the whole the whole episode. I wanted to go yeah. into that. Yeah, this is yeah, it's
1: legit. Maybe we should have fifty separate countries to try different things. Yeah. And and if you don't like Arkansas, move. Yeah. If you don't like Tennessee, move. There are other places that are much more um friendly to uh mutilating your children. So <laughs> move there if you want want to to
0: mutilate your kids go to california
1: okay (laughs) go to california they'll put you in the fast lane all right and Um, and plus you don't have to worry about money just they you just live off the dole over there man so the i like how sam said that he uh he identifies as a woman when it's ladies night at the bar oh yeah we all
0: (laughs) we've all done that yeah hey i'll drink a cosmo right with you there buddy Oh man, that's sexist. Free to assume that girls would like Cosmos. I used to be Come a bartender on, on Ladies' Night. <laughs> okay.
1: Okay. Okay. Now I'm, I mean, I guess I'm still decently handsome, but back then I was
0: way better looking.
1: Well, yeah. I had a little less weight, so it was yeah. a, little, a little better shape. You can't tell on, on camera here I look decent, but I was, I was even, uh, anyway, I used to bartender on Ladies' Night. And uh, that was always this part of the special. There was always a Cosmo on there. <laughs> There are other things, but uh there's always a cosmo. That's the easiest drink to make.
0: Um the the thing that's cool about all these different state laws that are going through, uh, some of them are good, some of them are questionable and we can have debates about those, but this is why we have fifty different states, and it's mainly because people across the country that is two thousand miles wide and however many miles tall. <laughs> A <laughs> people across a country this big, millions, three hundred and thirty million people, are not all going to agree on the exact same things. And I think the founders really had it right when we we decided we were going to treat this as fifty different sovereign nations, essentially, and we were going to pull together some of our money, some of our resources, and our people to create a, an army so we could defend the entire United states of america but remember it's really just it's the states of america and we've all united together so we don't have to always look at everything as one gigantic federal chunk of land where we all have to agree on the exact same thing Mm -hmm. i think the answer to most of this massive division that we have right now is to go back to treating this as 50 separate countries so we're not worried about what's going on in california and California is not worried about what's going on in Arkansas and they can all pass their laws. They can all, obviously your state governments are going to be closer to representation for the people. And, uh, and I really think that would take care of a lot of the crazy division is that if states start taking care of their own problems instead of looking to the federal government for everything. So that's really all I have on it. Mm-hmm. That's, that's it.
1: Somebody in the live group said Lincoln abolished that with the civil war, you know,
0: I mean that's if it's secession you know, that that's basically been people mention secession and the problem is it's not it's not possible and I'll tell you why not because of a war it's not possible because of trade that's that's really why Texas right. could maybe do it and uh, and but because of trade because the U.S. whatever the remaining parts of the U.S. are going to do is they're going to band together and they're going to block trade from other countries where we get most of our stuff Mm -hmm. with with your country and they'll get because they're still america all right and they're like i thought this was america and what they'll say to all the other countries that we transact with is they'll say that you can't trade with this state right here that just seceded or we're not going to trade with you anymore at Mm. all so you either take us and you don't give anything to them or you can just give away the whole thing and you're not getting any of it and so that is actually a big enough threat to stop any state from seceding in my opinion so I don't know what you think on how many uh,
1: secede. Yeah. Yeah. Cause if sure. you get a bunch of them together, then you'll, you'll be forced to trade with those, with those countries. But the, but the other thing is, is like, you know, the, like you said, the constitution was formed uh, for specific enumerated powers. That's the thing enumerated where the, the federal government was supposed to do a few things uh, for the states uh, so that they were united uh, in a few things. And other than that, they could do, uh, essentially what they wanted to do without violating uh, your your natural rights.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: so that's that's what it was supposed to be, but we've gone so far from there. Oh, I yeah. mean
0: I'd love to just go back to a constitutional government. Right. That would be amazing. That's a ama- that's Before an amazing We could talk goal. about
1: libertarianville. Yeah. It's just constitutional United States would be a a step in the right direction. It would be one large step for mankind and it a would. giant leap for also mankind. Yeah. For also womankind. All kinds. All
0: kinds. Every kind. I love ones. kinds. All right, y'all. I like kind bars, even. <laughs> tell a friend. Charlie, you tell him what to do. <laughs> oh, that Charlie. He's so funny. All right. Before we go any further, I'm going to tell you guys about MastermyStonks.com. Yes. Charles, Chuck, Stuck, Too Tall, Something Thompson, and I run the Liberty Trading Academy. Been trading for several years now. We worked out all the kinks so you don't have to. All right. So if you're somewhat interested in getting involved in the stock market, then this is the place for you. You can simply type in mastermystonks, S-T-O-N-K-S, mastermystonks.com. You can use the promo code SAVE20 to save 20% off your first two months, that's 20% off your first two months. That is a crazy deal. We got over 300 videos on there. We start literally from vocabulary words, how to use a trading software, how to read charts, and then we go all the way up to the strategies that we trade on a daily basis. I go live every morning at 8 a.m. Central Time, 30 minutes before the market opens, and we talk about what's moving in the morning, what we're gonna be trading when the market opens. I stay live. For my first bit of trading in the morning. I'll stay live until about 9 30 central time, my time. So you get an hour and a half of live trading from me starting at 8 a.m central time, okay? So if you're interested, maybe you're not. Maybe this doesn't make any sense to you at all. Maybe you're tired of hearing about it. I don't know. But I happen to believe that one of the best solutions taking care of all the stuff that we talk about on this podcast, they can just be bringing you down all the time. I happen to believe that one of those things is actually taking care of your own personal financial situations. So you don't have to be dependent on who's going to be in office at what time pushing what policy you guys know the thing. All right. So if you can actually learn a new skill that could pay your bills, if you hit the right button on time, Literally, that's what you got to do in trading. You have a strategy and you just have to hit a button. And make sure you're trading your strategy. Make sure that you're a disciplined human being for a couple hours every single day. Then you could actually start paying your bills like that. Now, that's obviously not a guarantee. That's all going to be dependent on you and whether or not you are managing your risk and whether or not you're being patient and whether or not you're trading your actual strategies that you've tested and that we've tested and that we've shown to everyone. So anyway, you go to mashmysongs.com. Use the promo code SAVE20, that's all one word, SAVE20, just do it all in caps, SAVE20 to get 20% off twenty off your first two months. Master My Stocks, you stay classy. There's a link in the show notes, by the way. And I'm also going to go ahead and tell you guys about the Patreon group. That's patreon.com slash Liberty. For as little as $5 a month, you can join in on the live crazy mess that we have going on during every show. Everyone posting crazy gifts, and we're talking back and forth. Honestly, I wouldn't want to do the show without the live group that joins every day. It's hilarious. It's not very PC. I'll go ahead and warn you about that. So if you can handle that, then it's a good group for you. So we got the private server where we're all in there talking all the time. We got a memes channel. We're bouncing Liberty ideas back and forth. There's writers in there bouncing writing ideas. We got ideas for Dumb Bleep of the Week, which we do every Friday. So we got members throwing in ideas for Dumb Bleep of the Week. And you get the vote on what the Dumb Bleep of the Week is on Fridays, which is our most popular episode. So if you are interested in actually putting your money where your keyboard is, your keyboard warrioring money towards something that could change the tides of tyranny back towards the shores of liberty, or something like that. I don't know. That sounded pretty good. I don't know. Then go to Patreon.com/slash GoodMorningLiberty, and there's other tier levels too. There's a lot of people that pay $15 a month, and that money goes towards running advertising. On whatever you want, by the way. And not to mention, you get a coffee mug along with your $15 subscription. You get a nice, less government, more freedom coffee mug. When you sign up for that, it pays for itself, literally, okay? But all the money from Patreon goes back into advertising. So we'll ask you, what's something that you care about? Do you have a specific article that you want to push? Do you have a specific video you want to push? What is it? And when you say, here's this thing I want to push, then we're going to post it to our social media and we're going to throw your subscription level donation behind that push, that post every single month that you're signed up. Okay, so you are actually getting the word out there to people by signing up on patreon.com slash good morning liberty. So if you want to actually put your money where your mouth is, that is the place to do it. Go. I'll see you there. Or I'll see you on another time. All right back to the show i'm i'm leaving yeah i'm good at that listen here folks (laughs)
1: listen to me right now okay you do this or or quit listening (laughs) all right (laughs) share the show with a friend share it with an enemy share it with a foe share it with a with a a doe a bro a bro and uh not a hoe i'm not for show sexist here for show (laughs) but share the show you guys know the deal Okay. I'm beginning you know to
0: regret telling you to finish up the show. That's anyway, the truth.
1: Listen, look, <laughs> the deal is uh, if you share the show, then we get more listeners. That's just the way it goes. So share it. That's all I'm asking you to do because it was a great show and everyone loves shows, but this is the best one that there is. And I know many shows, but this is a show you should share Yeah, and uh, do that. And then leave us that rating and review on Apple podcast and stitcher wherever you can leave us a review. If you do all of that, We'll be back again tomorrow. Hope you guys have a good day and a good morning, Liberty.
0: The best way to get something done, if you if it holds near and dear to you, that you uh, um, like to be able to anyway, I'm we're ready to get a lot done. And...